Mary Thickness. And Dreesen Uri. Welcome back to Couple Whiff, everybody. So today we're doing the Whiffies, which is going to be our awards for. We've got Submission of the Year. We've got KO of the Year. We've got Fighter of the Year. And we've got Fight of the Year. Ooh. So we're going to do all those. And the Stinky of the Year, too. Yeah, we've got the Stinky of the Year. But first, I'm thirsty, dude. It's getting a bit warm in here, I'm man. Hot, I'm hot. I need sticky. a cool beverage. I need something to cool me off, and the only place you're going to get something to cool you off when you're hot and sticky is Mount fucking Beverest. Yeah, I'm ready for a holiday, man. I'm thirsty. What do we got this week? Got a classic, man. One that needs no yeah. introduction. We got Crown Lager. You know, I'm going to pop one, one off for all me, of okay? us, dude. Thanks, mate. Oops. That Look is why. This. Goes well with the uh, the whiffies as Thank well. Thank you, my man. Yeah. Classy beverage. The celebrations, end of a year. It's meant to be a premium beer. It's the most. I'll be the judge of that. Cheers, dude. Gold label presentation. Ugh. Probably oh. give it a. Mm. It's a nicely presented beer. Yeah, the presentation. She knows is how nice. to charm you off the bat. Yeah. Mm. Ah, I'm feeling that cool, brisk breeze coming right off Mount Beverest right mm, here. Mm. Look at that. Dude, We've I already feel like got. I'm- I feel like I'm there, man. Yeah, we've already Ooh. got Carlton Draft way up the top there. Yeah. Stella and Goat. Goat beer. You know and what? Slowly, each week, we will plant oh. more flags in accordance <laughs> to where we believe the beer uh, ranks on Mount more Beverest. More and more will fall trying to get up that, trying to scale that fucking vast wilderness yeah. of a mountain. Not everyone makes it up this mountain. <laughs> like Stella over here. Eat a dick, Stella. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Did not like Stella Did at all. Did not enjoy that all one right, at all. All right, why don't you start us off, buddy? Um. Uh, well, yeah, presentation of the bottle is probably the best out of all the beers. I'll say the gold label is pretty nice. That crown looks all right. Yeah. Taste is pretty good too. The only thing is it doesn't last. I feel like you've got to keep drinking to maintain that taste. The aftertaste is not, not, it's not horrible. It's just not the best. Where was the first time you had a crown? Do you remember? No. I remember for me, it was like at some rich, fancy friend of my stepdad's. <laughs> and like he had this big, massive, like, party at his house with all these fucking fancy ass friends and shit and like yeah. there was just like ooh, buckets ooh. of crown there yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> well, i was they... like 12 dude and i was just like i'm just like sneaking bottles of crown out of this thing trying Did you have out. a pool you had everything pool yeah. tennis courts yeah. the thought process of that is like oh well you're having a night oh you're not just having a party you're having a nice party are you yeah oh don't get crown i know get get crown get yeah crown. that'll that'll look better crown is more like a my stepdad loves his crown. It's probably his favorite beer. Yeah, like uh, I don't mind him. I just feel like they're they are a good beer to have I, at a restaurant. I have a problem with the aftertaste. That probably it tastes mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. a beer. It's nice. I rate it, but I don't rate it high because I feel like the aftertaste is just like kills you know, it. It's rough. Right? Yep, 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 yep. Tastes like a doesn't have a before taste like Stella and a mid taste yeah. like Stella. Oh, no. Ste- yeah. Stella should be fucking way down. Yeah, I don't there. understand. How is hey, it? What's tried, going on down here? We all thought it was going to scale that mountain and yeah. get, Who gave it get the past the town, score? dude. But I think like, the give it the good score, which is why. Yeah, it hung on, dude. Yeah. All right, guys. And let's let's just explain for a second for our viewers how it's going to work. Though it is scaling that mountain, we've got the little uh, indicators on the side there. Um, that is one six pack to 12 to 18 to a whole slab. So we are still going off that that system, that metric. So, Wooch, what are you giving it out of uh, 24 of a slab? How many are you drinking? I'm going to give it a 17. 17. Big number, man. Um, <sighs> I'm sitting at a mean 12. Dude. not the biggest. I, I drink half a slab of these. 12. 12? Okay. Right there in that summit. Okay. 12, 12, 12, 12. Um, yeah, it comes, you know, you take a nice little swig out of that and it tastes real nice. 
And then there's that a T so, minus two seconds. It is like <laughs> it just a, goes away. It's a heavy. It's a wide berth yeah. of a fucking the aftertaste it's coming all through. It's bitter too. It's bitter as so. I'll give it eleven. I drink eleven out of twenty four of these. Now, uh, if you want to have a be so kind, guys, we did actually write down Schwid's uh, score to, to enter in. He was here just before and couldn't so make it. You understood? Yeah, I got it. You got that? Where did you write it down? So you got it next to Crown right there, and you've got our initials and our score. He gave it an eight. He gave it the lowest out of all of us. An eight. That is surprising. And that gives us a grand total of between the four of us. Should be written next to Crown. Twelve, huh? Twelve. So it's a perfect half between the four of us. Gets half, man. I think that's the same as Goat. Plan it now. Here I we think go. we said it was going to go right nice in that summer. The coronation of the crown. It's a beautiful moment. Yeah. 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 Watching from around the world. Oh. There you are. Oh. Plant that flag. Didn't quite make it up the mountain, did it? Yep, yep, yep. No, it's, it's nice. All right. I think that uh, completes it. So we All got right. Carlton up the top, still the leader. Will it ever be dethroned? I doubt oh, it. I don't they made so. a great... Carlton made a good trek up the mountain, man. If anything was going to dethrone it, you think Crown would be the one. You know? I don't know. There's some Pun other beers VB might get close, but that's my Oof. personal opinion. I like Vibes. We'll see that Guys, potentially soon. I'm fucking excited about these fucking whiffies. Let's go. Yeah, come on, right, Let's chuck that board back. We're back in all the majesty. Let us know in the comments if there's any beers we should try. Yeah, please. We need all say, of the recommendations. Like Mount Bev's just kind of... <laughs> yeah, Mount Bev's just took a plummet, dude. Mount Bev is a fucking... Just you guys seen the movie 2012? Might have just fucking cascaded down there. Ah, next week it'll be fine. Well, I did mention about you know sticky tape. Welcome to the annual Whiffies. All right, Line presented us up, guys. by. All right, we're gonna do sub of the year first, and the way we're gonna do this, right? So we've got our four categories plus our stinky, the KO, the submission, and the fight of the year. We're gonna have five nominations, and then we're gonna have the the separate winner. So we're going to do five honorable mentions, I should have said, and then we're going to do the winner. The the fighter, we're going to do two honorable mentions and then the winner. Yep. We'll start with submission of the year. Griff, you want to hook us up with the submissions of the year? Um, are we going with, we're going with the five honorable mentions and then we will yeah, name yeah, we'll our top five. At the end. Um, I'm going to start off with Hermanson Gastelum. The level... Of, I always rank these submissions not necessarily about the technicality of the submission and more so the the le- like the caliber of the opponent that you're getting that submission over and especially yeah. with Hermanson and Gastelum like to do it mm. like to sub Gastelum in that amount of time is pretty special so yeah. I mean I have as I said caliber of opponent Hermanson being I think probably the underdog in that fight as well mm. um, you know and you just I was, don't I was see, very impressed you just don't see Gastelum get submitted I think, was it Weidman was the only person I think got him in like a head and arm triangle like way late into the fight. Weidman's a big, strong yeah. fuck. And Hermanson's like a big, wiry fuck. Not yeah. that strong. And what was this by? Was the submission? I think exactly. it was like a, was it leg lock? Yeah, Pretty it sure. was a... It was Knee a bar or leg lock. Or something like something that. Something like that. I love lock. seeing those, man. Yeah. I love seeing those. Filthy, yeah. filthy. All right, next. All right, well, yep. Next we've got... um. This one's an interesting one because this is also the same thing. It's not necessarily the technicality of the submission, but more or less the mistakes, like the, the dominating, imposing will that was Aljamain Sterling Absolutely. and Corey Stan- Sanhagen. So yep. the Sandman, the Sandman got bollocked by the yeah. Funk Man, Funk Master, the Funk Master, the Funk Man, Funk Man. Yeah, he got funked. He got funked, man. Nothing but the funk. Yeah. Terry funked on that, man. So <laughs> the fight only went, what was it, a minute and a half. 
Yeah. And uh, basically, Aljo just ran across the cage and jumped onto his back. <laughs> it might as well just, it couldn't get more clean. I don't even think they had an exchange. It was literally just Aljo just jumped onto his back. And yeah, fight was over, basically. Re-naked. Dragged into the ground. Fight was over. Yeah. Super impressive. Re-naked, Especially was- seeing Sanhagen bounce back after that and fucking wheel kick Marias's head off after Ooh. that. Like, that fight should have probably been a lot more competitive than it was. Like, like Aljo just ran over him. Like, you Ooh. couldn't have made a stake your claim is the number one contender harder than that. Yeah. Honestly. Yeah, you bet. Unreal. White said he's going to get a title shot yeah, after that. Yeah, absolutely. Ooh. Took his time though, but right. Next yeah. one. One of our personal favorites. Yes. What do we got? The flick. The brick. The flick. We reached out <laughs> to this boy as well, man. It was excellent to see him uh, respond to us on our Instagram page. Shout out. Um, this was last week. He, uh, Jimmy the flick. Or Jimmy the brick flick. Yep. Getting a, what was it? Flying triangle choke. Like, Middle. I've only seen it a couple of times. It, he had a rough first round against, um, was it Durden? Cody Durden. Cody. I was going to say Kyle. Cody Durden. He was getting a little pieced up in that fight. Fu- it wasn't too bad, but he's back like, and his forth. double forearm guard was yeah, working yeah. for Look, him. That was money. And then- Nothing ex- like insane. Like He wasn't getting bollocks by any means, but like he, wa- I don't think he won the first round. And then that second round, just jumping to a fucking, what was it? A triangle? Yeah, it was a flying triangle. So I think he, what happens is he goes up for a left high kick and his leg kind of gets stuck up there. Then he just hops up yeah, with his so other he, foot. So Durden catches the kick and then he jumps and inverts it into a fucking triangle, dude. And just brings him down serious? and triangles him from yeah. the bottom. Unreal. Yeah. Unreal. Unreal. Shout out to Jimmy the Brick Flick. Mm, um, next one. We've got AJ McKee versus Darren Col- Caldwell. Yeah, son. Bellator. Um, what can you say about this? Like uh, AJ McKee, probably maybe the best homegrown prospect and talent out of Bellator, 16 and 0, has had every one of his professional fights. Maybe it's 17 and 0 now. I think it's around that number. Every one of his professional fights have been in Bellator. He hasn't even been on like a regional, um, you know, uh, promotion or like LFA or anything. He went straight into Bellator. His old man is still fighting in Bellator as well. Um, yeah, and this, I, I don't even know what the hell he called him in. They're calling it the AJ McKeotine. I don't know. That's all I know. It was like, I think a, it was like, it was like a like guillotine, a, but the head. The, yeah, it's like a shoulder crank guillotine or something like that. Like, yeah. if, if he has it named after him. him, I mean, it's yeah, got to well, be. Because it, it was such a rare submission, we should actually get the, the, the technical name. I think it was like a shoulder crank, they called mm. it. But he basically choked him out uh, like a guillotine, but like some sort of inversion where like he's choking mm-hmm. him out with it, like with his shoulder. It didn't um, even look like the the head was caught in anything. It looked yeah. like it was just all shoulder pressure. Like yeah. he was trying to bend the, sh- sorry, not the shoulder. Was trying and to bend the neck on ta- itself. We're mm. talking about um, what's his name as well, Darian Colbert, yes. being the former bantamweight champion. There, lost to uh, the Gooch back to back, and then moved up and had some success. Man, like he had some success at featherweight. Lost to the Gooch but- man. Oh, Horiguchi. Yeah, sorry. Right. Yeah. Um, I'm just going to You know what it is. He's a gooch, um, man. But he's like, he, you know, he, he's in the um, Featherweight Grand Prix um, as, you know, a pretty dark horse of that Grand Prix. And yeah, he, for someone with such a strong wrestling background and, and a really strong top pressure to just get mm. fucking subbed out like that so quickly. Okay. Is this the um, runners up? No, we've got, we got one more. One these more. are all, we're going to say these are all runners up. Mm, like okay. these are yeah. just, just now, the honorable mentions. Okay. We've had yeah. a lot of subs This in one here. to me is the most honorable mention. I reckon. Yeah. All right. So our last honorable mention is Khabib submitting Justin Gagey. Yeah. Yep. Unreal. Rightfully so. When does Justin Gagey get submitted? Never. When does he get submitted that quickly with that little resistance as well? Like Khabib made it look like they were just not meant to be in a fight together. Like one. No business. He big brothered him. He, yeah. 
what he does with everybody, out, though. Outstanding. Can, I'm speechless. Excuse me. I don't even fucking know how to put speechless. this in words. The, re, the fact that he decided to not break Justin Gagey's arm, he said, I could catch him in other submissions, but I didn't want to break his yeah. bones in front of his parents yeah. who were in attendance. So I decided to fucking choke him out as the honorable way of defeating him. Are you fucking kidding yeah, me? What? Justin motherfucking He was Gagey, out for blood. May I just say, you were speechless, but not burpless yeah, in that so, moment. Well, yep. Something came out there. Yeah, that's <laughs> crowny. What'd you give crowny. him again? A fucking yeah, 12, eight, dude. 12, yeah. 12. yeah. Anyway. Yeah, it was just, um, it was crazy to see Gagey get submitted like that, tr- that quick. Tr- and it just shows that like Khabib, that whole uh, trans, like that whole entire sequence that he, he submits him into, he must have made, what, five or six different transitions mm. all in like the span of less than 10 seconds and was able animal. to sub him to sleep by the way he didn't just tap mm. like he fucking put him out out so it just goes to show yeah. Khabib's pressure is enough to like mm. cloud your judge you don't know what there's too much pressure you don't know what to do like you just kind of you can't do your usual game plan because Khabib yeah. will and because Khabib just is too so intimidating well known for being a ground and pound artist for him to yeah. just oh I mean he submitted Connor he submitted Poirier but he's known for Pinning you down and beating you like a fucking hillbilly on his wife. And like, you can see Gagey the whole time. Yeah. He's just winging bombs. He's like, yeah. you know, if you walk into this, it's your fault. That, yeah. that and he of, walked into that, a few of them, dude. He, did, he, he did. just walked right fault. through some heavy punches as if it was nothing. The um, size of his fucking head, dude. Insanely impressive. I could, yeah. Khabib is one of the most impressive fighters of all time. Just watch him do what he does to the some of the best fighters in the, in the world, in the, the most stacked division in the world. And he just goes right through them like it's nothing. Mm. Like they just don't belong in there with him, man. It's insane. All right, number one, yeah? Number one, you want to hit us up with number one? Here we go. Number uh, one yeah. submission we had, of um, MMA in 2020. This one, I'm not sure if everyone would pick this, but I truly believe this. Ariane Lipsky and uh, Luana Carolina. What, like she ran right over her. Like there was a maybe, what, 30 seconds of exchanging on the feet. Mm. These two girls... You know, like, it looked like they were about to go after it. And then Lipsky just bulldozes her down. Oh, she actually knocked her down. Yeah. And then chases a filthy, um, what do you want to call it? Like an arm? It's not it was an like arm bar. It, it's like a... No, it's like a... It was the leg though, right? It was like an... In, it was like a knee bar. It's... I, it, I don't know really what this was. It's, we aren't jujitsu practitioners. No. <laughs> we can only go off what we're seeing here, but... Caroline is on her back and... Lipsky just kind of gets on top and just walls of Jericho's her leg. <laughs> dude, the Carolina fucking wine mixer, dude. Yeah, from the, absolutely. And just kind of pulls her leg back. And you can see the knee. It, this one is definitely more of the technicality of the submission over yeah. the quality of fighter. Mm-hmm. And the, to the point where we can't even describe what we're we can't at. even. <laughs> we don't know what this was. There was yeah. a couple of, like, I mean, another honorable Nebar, I mentioned Nebar, yeah. is the Mackenzie Dern one. And that was It's going- a lot more clean. Like, it was clean and you can see her flow from the like the positions like yeah. she's trying to set stuff up very you well hear the but commentary like she better watch out for that knee bar oops she's got it but i just we think that this one is the one just because it's so unorthodox yeah. and, and this it's, one's vicious too like the look on her face when she's cranking yeah this submission is like i'm gonna tear this limb from your body um, you know, you can collect it after the fight, right? It's yeah, fine. It's cool. I'll collect my 50k bonus. You can collect your limbs. I'll send you an Uber, yeah. So yeah. what we're saying is Ariana Lipsky, congratulations on your whiff. Um, you can collect it anytime. You can come hit yeah. us up and we'll give it to you. Slide in the DMs and we'll, you know, send you the whiff. Yes. All 
Alrighty, so that's a submission. That's the submission. 2020. Right. KO of the year. Bangers <laughs> yes. and mash. Yeah. Let's go. First one. This is a big one. Benil Dayush and Scott Holtzman, son. I would say that there's two with Benil Dayush back to back. What, someone farting here? Why are we, why are we laughing for? <laughs> Cameraman Schwid, dude. Come yeah, on, man. Yeah, Schwid, dude. Trying what are we do doing? something over here, right? Um, Schwid, yeah, ben, man. Benny, fucking Benny Longback, the flattest ass in the sport. Um, throwing a spinning mm. back fist that just absolutely decapitated poor Scott Holtzman. And Scott yeah. Holtzman looks like the Hulk, man. Yeah. He's built like a like a walking brick. Yeah. And flat he got absolutely flattened. got... Yeah, he just got pieced up for the whole first round. And the Dayush decided to just, you know... He got creative and he whipped out a... spun. He's like, you know what? Paul Felder's watching. I'll just spin and bang. And he reacted too. Oof. We saw this. Yeah, out cold. I would have said as well that knockout over Jakar close, but I think we decided this one was just more like a straight up knockout. Like yeah. no TKO, no sort of ground and pound to finish, just a straight up... That was more of a moment. He's winging bombs. He'd been rocked in that fight and he was winging bombs. Also, we're going to talk about spinning back shit that we all like. I think the Oliver Encamp knockout was pretty sick too. That's a pretty nice spinning back knockout. Anyway. Yep, Bellator. Give us the goods. Another honorable mention. And I must say that these are not necessarily in order. Mm. Non-linear. We can't. We're not doing that. So the second one is going to be when Cody Garbrandt knocked out (laughs) Rafael Asuncao. I was wondering this about one, that one was sickening. Yeah. So Asuncao's walking him down. They're kind of rotating around the, the edge of the cage and Garbrandt just kind of plants his feet and they're, they're looking at each other. Ender Buzz is about to, about to call on the, the... The bell's about to call on this round too. Yeah. And on the bell, like he, as it happens, he ducks, ducks and down. whips yeah, a he fucking ducks down, right cross looking, out of nowhere. looking dude. at Asuncao while he does it. He ducks his head down looking... And then springs up and just spring, man. He was yeah. like a spring. The right just... cross from hell, yeah. dude. Yeah. Hook, I'd say. Probably. Was it a hook? Because I thought it was from the no, rear he, hand. He does throw it. Bang, mm. like okay, okay. The way okay. he does it, though, he has his other shoulder yeah. way down. But the, so it looks like. What dude, is so preposterous about this knockout is, as you said, his hands are down. He's just standing there reacting, ducks, and then just jumps up and knocks him out. Yeah. The speed in which this shot is delivered and the accuracy. It's, yeah, you look, it's like you're watching a bullet or something like yeah. that, right? It, you I've never seen blink like and that. you miss this one because like a Sunsail didn't just get like knocked out; he was knocked out like face first on the ground, knocked out. And that is kind of criteria for my knockout of the year as well. Yeah. I need to see the other person is Shinned knocked out and him. spectacularly. So he yeah. is, yeah, and he struggles. Like it's it's hard to see him like try and, and make his way to the as stool well, as well after that. As well after a pretty nicely competitive two rounds. This was, I think, at the end of the second round. Um, you know, Sunset was putting it on him. He was chasing yeah. after him. I think he knew for certain he was at a speed disadvantage. But, um, yeah, yeah. I mean, Garbrandt wasn't exactly blowing him out of the water. It's just this buzzer beater fucking would have been right a lot of, hand from Hal just flattened him. Would have been a lot of pressure on Garbrandt, too, yeah. coming off a lot of losses. Yeah, three it's like he grew KO. the hair out. He grew the hair out and he's yeah. back. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. Well, I need it, man. Watch that beard. I'm huh? not a yeah. huge fan of his growing out hair. I like the kind of short trim. Look on the, I think the grown out hair just kind of looks like a, yeah. Troll doll. What were you going here? He <laughs> came know. out of fucking Detroit. This looks like a spastic, to be honest. <laughs> looks like an idiot. Um, <laughs> All right. Not a fan of it. I know. All right, moving on. What's your number I feel like he was growing three. it because his hairline's starting to peel back a little bit, getting a little bit frosty on the mm, top mm, there, mm, at the, at, you know, on the edge. A little bit too trailer park for you. Yeah. Huh? Okay. I oh, don't know. Starting to, you know, yeah, I'm not a fan. Weeds of it. are starting to get a little whacked up the top oh, there. Well done, Cody Garbrandt. You Very got an honorable mention yeah. in our knockout of the we, year. We, we smell on what you're cooking, son, but like, mm. we're not, cl- yeah, I mean, you're not getting it. Uh, 
What do we got? Yeah, of course. <laughs> Hamza Chemaev. One punch knockout over the shot. Let's be honest. The shot, dude. This one, we knew the shot's chin was, you know, Ooh. biscuits to be polite, but <clears throat> to do it that emphatically, like literally, right. like we've built this fight up, like, oh, He's going to have to fight Mishat. Mishat's got nothing to lose. He's going to come right after him. Mm-hmm. And if he beats Mishat, he's going to fight Damian Meyer afterwards. And obviously, Mishat was not exactly impressed with that kind of news. He felt he's being o- overlooked. And then he felt the presence of Chemaev. Chemaev walked right over to him, just socked him in the face, frosted him. He was done. <laughs> One punch. Oops. Like the, the sound that that fucking punch makes mm-hmm. is terrifying. It, smash, it sounds yeah. like his brain literally just rattled inside his skull the first punch of the fight yeah and it was so fast mm-hmm. for someone who's fighting who's a welterweight fighting up at middleweight just because i don't want to cut weight and just one punch this motherfucker dude yeah. come dude, on son doesn't I'm, happen I'm, I'm presuming that Jemaya might get a few mentions in this uh in the whiffies yeah for 2020 he's, he's had Martin. a solid year for someone who was not in the ufc at the start of the year i know I sports mean, bet's gonna go crazy for me saying that because i got a big claim on all this but like yeah. yeah, I'm just going to say right now, I'm pretty <laughs> sure he's going to get a couple mentions. Yeah. Next. All right, well, yeah, we know the shot got it. So, uh, another. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, dude. We know this already. Shot the bed, yeah, dude. Yeah. All right, next honorable mention. Uh, this one's relatively unknown. This one's from uh, Bellator, but we've got Ricky Banderas, who knocked out Franz L- Malamba. I'm pretty sure it's Malamba. Dude, doesn't but- he play Zorro, dude? Yeah. What? Wait, what? How dare you? Not Zorro? Banderas, no? That's Antonio, Antonio Banderas. Banderas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you tame these guys in Bellator now. Yes, dude. All right, you got to put a Zora oh, up yeah. on the screen. <laughs> yeah. for that, eh? <laughs> oh yeah, I'm, t- I'm tying it up, guys. I'm anyway, tying right. it up. Right. Yeah, come on now. Right. So get a WD forty on the hinges. Oh, yeah, so. yeah, dude. Get that so shit, Ricky, shit in order. Ricky fucking Bobby, dude. <laughs> yeah, Ricky Bobby. <laughs> He, he throws a... He, what does he throw? He throws like a... Kick? Yeah, he throws it. Was it a right or a left? I'm trying to remember. I think it was a right... Like a right mid kind of high yeah. kick. Yeah. Body and kick. It, it gets, gets caught. caught. And dude, he throws... If you watch it in replay, it is so it's instantaneous. Like His reaction is instantaneous. Yeah, he fucking punces him with these two little... <laughs> yeah. It's not even like a... It's not even a... It's more of like a... Yeah. Like this like twice. And the second on one him. just knocks him clean out. It's <laughs> yeah. amazing, Jeez. dude. It's... Yeah. With the it's same one, hand. This the same hint to throw two hooks to or- throw a full powered kick, have it caught, and you just decide to hey, just get off, <laughs> and then yeah. nice. But two punches with the same hand yeah. is always yeah, pretty double- unique to watch, yeah. and for it to get the KO as well, it just it's so fucking fast. It's it's one of my favorite KOs just because it just when does that happen? Yeah, when do you see that mm, happen mm. ever? Yeah, it well, doesn't. That was the first time ever. I guess the winner we could say is another one that was a kick caught and he decided to do something a little better. Yeah, Ooh. fine. Ah, uh, what do we got? Yes, of course. Fifth honorable mention. This one is a very unique knockout. Jordan Levitt debuting from Contender Series. He was the first consent, uh, Contender Series winner this mm-hmm. year. Yeah, um, season four, episode one. Yep, and he was yeah number yeah first seed on the card. Yep. Um, fighting old uh, Matt Wyman. Now this guy. What's his nickname? Do you know? <sighs> what are we calling Matt Wyman? His nickname is Matt Handsome Wyman. Handsome? That's his nickname. All right, so he might have been handsome him. back in like UFC 68 or whenever he debuted, right? But he <laughs> like had for a hot second. Yeah. I think he'd lost his last two. He was not doing good. He was not, yeah. He's he, cut now. He looked like, um, you know, someone's dad. Yeah. <laughs> not meant to be fighting in the UFC. And Jordan Levitt cool also kind of looks like someone's dance teacher, right? But um, what does he do? Waltz is over there. 
scoops in for this double leg. It looks like he basically just went into Sucker's dick almost. Like it was not a pretty double leg. He just went right for the balls. <laughs> Pick, scoops him up, just waddles him over to his corner. And he's like, all right, you know what? Uh, I'll just slam him right here. And oh, I know what you're p- talking about. Puts his arm under his fucking chin and just crawls him down. Yeah. The, the, first of all, the... And meanwhile, the double like, leg wasn't under the ass. It was above the ass. It was around yeah. the mm-hmm. waist. Mm-hmm. So, like, when do you pick someone up when you... Dude, $2 sucky sucky, man. He was well, going hard. And he picks him up. He, he turns around. He's like, where are you? Because he's asking his coach. That's That I already thought was genius. He's, he's trying yeah. to find his... Crazy. But meanwhile, Matt Wyman just kind of clings onto him. Yeah, like, oh, I got like, this, man. I know I'm going for a like ride. Piggybacks, yeah, no, 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 no. Yeah. Dude, this is fun. Piggybacks, dude. Anyway, he fucking drags him over to his corner and yeah, the left arm over the face. So the whole impact was on the skull and there yeah. was no allowance for bounce. And just slams it. Sickening knockout. This looks, like looks like Bubba Ray Dudley weird. putting someone looked- through a table. Yeah, he went cross-eyed. <laughs> but you, you watch that and you go, how come like, you it can- just seems so easily done. Yeah. I'll just pick this guy up. He's not going to do anything. I'll walk him over to wherever I want, take my time and just slam him down so he's knocked out. I would yeah. not be surprised if a lot of other UFC Ooh, fighters implement the hand that. on the face. It's crazy. In this kind I of would occasion. not be surprised if no UFC fighter decides to cling on to someone yeah, as they're like a you know, drop bear. walking yeah. over to their corner. They're about to get slammed. He's like, ah, oh, I accept this. It's fine. Mm. It's not fine. We watched you go unconscious. The second his skull hits the ground, yeah, his eyes inst- literally just that, fucking rattle into each other. That dad was hanging on to him like his daughter before prom. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and he got caught pretty quick. That's fine. And that's a great debut for Jordan Levitt, to which he celebrates with... Doing the f- whatever the fuck the dance, Swan Princess or whatever it is. Yeah, twice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever. Black, Black yeah. Swan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Black Swan. That Black Swan. Yeah. Twice. Now. Jordan Levitt is an interesting cat. I'm just gonna yeah. say this right now. He has a yeah. very interesting vibe. Looks creative. He... Yeah. We'll say. Yeah. But you know what, man? He made the whiffies. So. He made the yeah, whiffies. Shit. Honorable mention. <laughs> We're smelling what you cooking, yeah, Jordan man. Levitt. We'll have you on the We're show. We're excited soon. for the next fight. We'll have you on the show soon. This one is the easiest. So the winner. For KO of the year and comes no surprise <laughs> to anyone. Was, yeah, a surprise Joaquin to Buckley, Joaquin Buckley and Impa Kasunganai. So Joaquin Buckley having the probably the coolest knockout I've ever seen in my lifetime. He uh he throws a Absolutely. Yeah, he throws was it, it's the left kick to the body, I'm pretty sure it gets <laughs> yep. caught. And then he does a, a Meanwhile, one- this fight was a brawl too. Yeah. These guys were going hard at it, and it's just this unrecognized. I mean there's no read for this shot. Like no one knew it was coming. It's not like you could read a setup. Like he was setting traps. He wasn't. Anticipate that. Exactly. And the athleticism it takes to pull off something like this, where you're throwing a, a kick, one-footed spinning back kick to the face, to the face, while someone's caught your leg. Are you serious? And he's expecting like you're going to try and jump and roll out of it potentially, or do something. He's holding on. <laughs> And Buckley kind of turns, pivots on the foot, and then jumps off of that same foot and just a one spinning him. back heel to the, to the heel to the fucking dome, like right between the eyes. Everything about this knockout was perfect. We've never yeah. seen anything like that. It was Insane. a unique move. The KO, he, the fall back to the floor it's from Kasanga. I believe it's a taekwondo technique. I just don't think that he intended oh, it man. to. If you're not Jackie Chan in the movie Tuxedo, yeah. I don't want to see you doing if, that. If this isn't on Tekken, right? it's <laughs> never going to happen anywhere name else. Eddie and ending in Gordo. Yeah. Don't be doing that stuff, man. Well, it worked it for him. Bad, yeah. And it got him noticed, especially because he's just coming off the loss. Yeah, he Kevin lost Holland. his debut to Kevin Holland, our boy. Um, and yeah, coming, you're going up against someone who had a very impressive contender series um, win. And, you know, he's debuting. Your debut 
was a couple months before and you'd lost a lot of pressure on the kid. Mm. Um, yeah, now I think he's that highlight will be played for all of time. Yep. Oh, my God. That would be one. Of, yeah, that, that, that might insane. be the top five, if not top three, best knockouts ever in the sport. Probably top two. I'm just going to say that. I don't Ooh. know what. Yeah, that's, that's I think Masvidal, the Ben Askren flying knee, yeah, mm. Ben flying knee, and I the Liffies of all time, huh? Yeah. yeah, yeah, maybe one day, but there's a few in there. Yeah, like legendaries. That's a legendary one. That oh is without a doubt winning the Whiffy this year, yeah. no doubt. So, Joaquin Buckley, congratulations on mm. your whiff. Yeah, and be less jacked, man. Come on. Save yeah, some fucking moong for the rest of us, all right? <laughs> yeah, Shit. Go on, man. Shit. Right, in the, entering the back half of the whiffies, the first official whiffies. Sneaking up the back end, are we? We're going in there. We're entering the rear now. So we've, oh. we've done submission and we've done KOs. Stinks a little. <laughs> yeah. Get a whiff of that? Nice. Dude, what dude. is nice that smell, good. dude? We're getting to the juicy, juicy... In it. Stinky end of the, the whiffies. Sphincty. Sphinct. <laughs> <laughs> it's time for fight of the year. So the oh. first fight of the year, we're going to chuck it out open to Figueredo and Moreno. This fight was awesome. Probably the best flyaway fight we've ever seen. And yeah. As you said before, it's going to stand the test of time for one of the greatest fights probably ever. You know what's crazy? It doesn't make fight of the year, yet it's the best flyweight fight of all time. Probably next, as I said, mm. um, Dodson and DJ the second time. I would say that was probably the stick for me. Or even like Benavides and um, DJ the first time. There's some good flyweight fights. This one just stands out as just an all-out fucking war. I have um, a couple gripes with it why it doesn't make fight of the year. And that's... The fifth round. The fifth round, yeah, 100% yeah. is the biggest thing. Mm. I think that um, they didn't... <laughs> Just they didn't stamp it with mm. throwing bombs. Like I think yeah. if they if they threw some bombs in the fifth round, that would have been it. But the fifth round was relatively chill, mm. and they were just completely exhausted and obviously beat up. Like they both went to the hospital after the fight. So that and like I think you also got the point deduction. Yeah, most that people thought that say. Um, Figueredo won the fight. Yeah, had not. Of the point but deduction. also he did poke him in the eye and he did mm. kick him in the nuts yeah. pretty fucking hard, man. Pretty he bad. rattled those. Yeah. Mexican meatballs, pretty bad in that cup, son. Yeah. We all heard it. It sounded like, yeah, like a riding the enchiladas. Dude. You could have heard that with the crowd. That yeah, was a it was rough. really nasty, blatant cup to nads. Mad kick. Um, still a fucking phenomenal fight. I that's one of those ones where there was already a fight lined up afterwards with the Cody Garbrandt thing. That's not happening, right? Everyone knows that Moreno versus Figueroa two is the only fight to make in that division. Oh my god, nothing else matters. Oh. Was a phenomenal. That is probably fight. one of, if not my top five most anticipated fights for next year. I cannot wait to see yeah. that again. I would much. Eh, we'll mention it in a bit. We'll mm. mention it in a bit. But there's another fight that was I'm, also a, fought, part, a contender on this fight of the year, and mm. I think that a lot of people wanted to see that run back. I would much prefer to see this. Now that fight was the embodiment of, uh, you know, unstoppable force meets movable object. If you ask me, yeah, that was just, you know, well, just a really tough Mexican versus <laughs> the both an un just immovable. The God of War, dude. Uh, yeah, pretty much. Yeah, yeah, just Moreno just would not go away. Would, I mean, we dude. thought he. Uh, I mean, most people thought the Figueroa was going to win. Figueroa has mopped the floor with everybody. He's knocked almost everyone out or submitted them, or done significant damage. And he did all of those things to Moreno, and he mm. just didn't fucking budge. No. Didn't even wobble him, dude. That's why it lasted those rounds. It was yeah. so... I mean, we did a review of this. Check it out. A couple of episode five. Um, what it is, 
Moreno has that kind of Mexican warrior spirit where he can just take more damage. He's yeah, just no. built different. He doesn't look like much. He's not shredded. Mm. He's not like a terrifying athlete the same way that Figueredo is, but he matched him across Ooh. the board where like yep. maybe he's not as powerful, but he's probably a bit faster, throws in more combinations, mm. equally as tough. Definitely Moreno, Moreno was the one with the takedowns. That's yeah. kind of what leveled the yeah. scores. Absolutely. Yeah. Definitely, it's a hard shell taco. And that's these, for sure. yeah, yeah wanna, whatever hard shell yeah. tacos. No he's soft shells for him. Dude, he's no putting the fucking what is it? Oh. The death sauce on his, yeah, you know, in our side. His death <laughs> yeah. sauce with liquid rage, dude. Yeah, dude. He's got that. Uh, I'll drink that if I have to. <laughs> yeah. if, if, if it makes he is the Scoville meter. Let's be honest. Yeah. And he gets <laughs> hot, hot heat. Um, that's okay. a great fight. I can't wait to see it again. Shout out to those guys. I'm whiffing what you know, what you guys are putting out. What do we got next? I'll leave that one for you, son. Earlier on in the year, we had an absolute fucking banger. Where were we when we watched this? We were in the snow. We were at Mount Bauble. No, yeah, Bauble. Yeah, we no were at Mount Bauble when we watched this. And this Not was, on Mount Everest. This, this was recall. a great time. We were drinking still the same. Yeah. And that fight we watched was Dan Hooker and Dustin Poirier. Mm. This fight was fucking sick. And... It, well, this could even be my favorite fight, personally. The first two rounds, uh, Hooker put it on Poirier like a mother. The, what were the strikes for that? There was something, it was preposterous. Something it was like 40, output. 50 strikes in one round, both both rounds. So, like, he, Hooker was just putting it on Poirier. And then, you know, Poirier came back in the third and fourth. And you see Hooker just slowly kind of dwindle in the championship rounds. But it was so close. And there was still damage being dished out later on into the, the championship I'd- rounds. Definitely thought Poirier won, but Hooker yeah, so made I. a good account for himself, knowing yes. that Dustin is a staple of this division. He is a warrior at heart. He's one of the best fighters in this division by far, and he's known for going to war. Mm. And Dan Hooker brought the war to him, man. Like he, he just planted his feet and started swinging at Dustin Poirier. And who the fuck does that, man? Dude, he nearly had him out too. Poirier was nearly out. I think it was Yeah, he third. clipped him a bunch of times. I, th- I think it might have even been the second, like right at the end of the second yeah, round. Those boys like were just planted and swinging. Mm. Um, he didn't know where he was. He didn't know where his corner was. I think why I thought Poirier, not necessarily that he won, that why I thought he would also win the fight um, since, you know, we're getting a blueprint. I think there's enough Poirier footage out there to get a read on this dan hooker seems to be a three-round fighter right like he is excellent in three rounds but his gas tank is not i love dan hooker like don't get me wrong i love him but he's a three-round fighter man like he's not built for five-round fights um especially someone like dustin poirier who can keep that kind of pace and we know his cardio is absolutely wasn't built for it then but i think that was a wake-up yeah i think he'll be built for it yeah, if comes. there's ever going to be a time to have a five-round fight, Dustin Poirier is the last guy you want to see on the other end of the bracket, son. So, made a good account for himself, man. He, I think he made his country proud, made us proud. And as he said, like to give Poirier the business the way he did and not get finished. I mean, look at who Poirier's knocked out. Eddie Alvarez. He submitted Pettis. He knocked out mm-hmm. Gagey. Like a lot of other spectacular fighters, especially strikers, have not been able to go the distance with Dustin and Dan Hooker did. Survived. Mm. Um, well done. There was no losers in this fight, if you ask me. Yeah, man. I, 
And now look where Dan Hooker, he lost no clout in that sense and he's now got himself a fight with Michael Probably Chandler. More, more popular yep. than ever, dude. Yeah, and I think he might even be the favorite in that fight too, I think. I think okay. he will be. Well done for the nomination. Yeah, we smell yeah, on it. Every, in every sense of the word and phrase, well done. Mm. To Making both guys, way. man. Shout yeah. out to Poirier and Dan Hooker. To watch. Mm. Come on the podcast. <laughs> yeah. yeah. righty. Now, yes, this is another fucking excellent fight. When they announced this card, I don't remember who was headlining, but this fight, Josh Emmett and Shane Burgos, I think mm. everyone knew this was the people's main event, right? Mm. We could see the card line up and we're like, okay, so this is the fight that you want to be tuning in for. No, it's not the main event, but absolutely it'll be the best fight. And it, it was. It was in every sense. These two motherfuckers just went absolute ape shit with one another. Like they, there was no feeling out process. There was no go over and let's measure it out. Like dude, th- these two just collided. No, no other way to say it. I mean, Josh Emmett just went and just started swinging at Shane Burgos. I mean, he's a guy known for taking damage and dishing it back. And I mean, he took a lot of damage. He got dropped multiple times. And Josh Emmett's just a fucking, su- mm. just maybe a superior athlete to almost everyone in, in uh, featherweight. He's just yeah. a spectacular athlete. He's fast. He's powerful, well-schooled, great wrestling. And I mean, Shane Burgos is not all of those things, but what he is, is tough. He's long. He's got really kind of stiff, mm. mean punches. He comes forward, chin up in the air. He was a motherfucker for a while until, you know, my boy Kelvin Cater came and took his undefeated uh, straight yeah, away from him. That was came. an excellent fight too. I mean, this guy, Shane Burgos, when you see him on a card, you know that that's fireworks because this guy no doesn't know how to have a boring fight. That's his style. His style is, I want to fight you. I don't want to win a points battle. I don't want to win a technical um, kickboxing or a wrestling event or anything like that. It's I, I'm going to come and take your fucking head off. And he, you know, and Josh Emmett is buff Voldemort, yeah. and, and he's he came like, off a no. devastating KO of his own. Like Josh Emmett had his orbital broken by Jeremy yeah. Stevens, and ever since then, he's who put again, a, Calvin Cato he, also beat. He's well. put a good run together. If I'm not mistaken, he would have passed Jeremy Stevens now in the rankings. He, I think he's knocked out Michael Johnson, who's known for t- being able to take a lot of damage. He knocked out Ricardo Lamas. He knocked out. I mean, he knocked down uh, Burgos a bunch of times. I mean, he, he's made a good account for himself. Um, very mm. happy. To, uh, this was an excellent fight. Um, Which, uh, these I boys appreciate. deserve all of the praise f- for this. I think Josh Emmett did get the nod. I don't think anyone was arguing with that, but um, mm. I mean, both guys made a great account for themselves. Yeah, well Spectacular done. Spectacular fight. Which yeah. I appreciate that you get your dick hard for Calvin Cater, though. Yeah, appreciate that. Yeah, there's some one of yeah. my favorite fighters. Mm. Yeah, for good reason. Your like, boy, you like to watch him strike. He's a mm. he's yeah. How you want to Techni- see a beautiful fight. technician on the no feet, fat man. on those punches whatsoever. Yeah, clean, Great crisp boxing. Well. Mm. Yeah, love Boston it. Strong. All right, next fight we got a um. This one was fantastic. This was a legit fight. We got Casey Kenny and Nathaniel Wood. Mm. Yes. Come on now, Jesus these Christ, two this boys fight. on a, this. This is another stacked card. We were up at what like. Four, five in the morning watching this fucking card. Fuck I don't know Abu why Dhabi, it was dude. so early. I think it must have been Abu a fight Dhabi. island. It was a oh, fight island night? card. Yeah. That night. Ooh. Yeah, it was a big night for us. We'd come off of watching the second Borat. Yeah. And then like maybe napped for like two hours and got back up and started watching nap. this at like five in the morning. Nap. Yeah. Um, damn, son. These two boys, not ranked, bantamweights, um, you know, not expected to do great things. I don't think either of them were like the next biggest of prospects but they both put themselves on the map in this fight this is one of those fights where 
um, neither one of these fellas were really well known until this fight. Yeah. And now I think they're both building. Nathaniel came off con uh, contender. and uh, No, I think Nathaniel was from Cage Warriors, if I'm he? not mistaken. I do. I think Nathaniel, w I think maybe Casey Kenny came from uh, contender. I'm pretty sure Nathaniel Wood was the champion in Cage Warriors. Yeah. But don't quote <laughs> Either me way, this, everything just, like the stars just aligned yeah. and we just got this nice, we just got this technical striking <sighs> match of kick for kick, punch for punch, um, you know, Casey Kenny kind of being like the bully, wanting to sort of come forward, swing with his hands and combinations, and and, and um, Nathaniel Wood really trying to mix in the body kicks. He probably won in terms of strikes landed. I mean, he probably outstruck Casey Kenny, but I think Casey mm. Kenny was kind of like the gagey, I guess, in that sense, where mm. he was just sort of pushing forward, not no selling all of the strikes that he was absorbing, and just kind of winging big. Uh, assertive strikes mm. and really kind of pushing that pace on wood and man these two made a great account for themselves that's how yep. you win fans man like it's not always about chasing names mm. beating up um you know former legends of the sport sometimes mm. you fight contenders and you put on these spectacular performances and you announce yourself to the world like hey man mm. like we're on the prelims of a card that is headlined by Pretty sure it was Khabib and Gagey, if I'm not mistaken. I believe mm. it was that card. That and, was the one we stayed up for, yeah. <clears throat> yeah, and these two motherfuckers, man, just go ham yeah. on this prelims. Like, we're not walking sometimes out of this a, fucking ring with 50 grand. Sometimes like, they're the no, best fights too. The grand, ones that you me. don't expect yeah. to be awesome, and they just turn out to be... They just turn out to be amazing, and, and this you, was all that I mean, was. Match Casey Kenning up with anyone at one thirty-five. You've got yourself a banger, and I think he is. Uh, he's, he's fighting got, Dominic yeah, Cruz, right? Dominic Cruz, and he's fucking probably oh, going to win that. Yeah. And that smile, though, that's yeah. a hard fight for Dominic Cruz. Yep. And as I said, Nathaniel Wood. I mean, give him anything, right? Give Nathaniel Wood Sugar Sean for fuck's sake. That's a clean, crispy fight. I'd watch the shit out I'll of that. Put my pants on for that. Yeah, man. And undies, right? Yeah. Change my undies three times a day yeah, for that one. <laughs> Doing oh, sweet. Yeah. Shout out to her boy Schwit there. Insane fight. Two guys who aren't even ranked. You know what I mean? Like just absolutely putting on a showcase for this division. Saying like, you know, not even what top 15 in the world and we can still put on such a fucking mm. spectacular mm. fight of the night like that. Yeah. Shout out to them. Well done. Nice work. Ah, last one. Last nomination. We've got John Jones and Dominic Reyes. Yeah. Which Ooh. was... Unexpected, but I think a lot of, I don't know. I don't, one of the things about this fight was that I was not really giving Reyes a chance personally. I thought that he was just overestimating himself. The same. Um, and he made an excellent account for himself and it should have probably been a little bit more, you know, uh, I think people sh probably should have been more aware of this result, seeing how well Reyes had performed in the past. He just knocked out a former champion and Chris Weidman moving and up. There was also the uh, narrative that John Jones is slowing down as yeah, well. It could have been it, a passing of the torch moment. Like a bunch of those things. It looked like Jones was just not motivated to fight someone like Reyes. And mm. same thing, Tiago Santos before that. And that was also a close fight. And then Dominic Reyes being like, hey man, like you are just a human being, mm. right? And I'm going to fucking put your name and to he the did. test. But again, the championship rounds, John Jones comes in and, yeah. and kind of steals, steals yeah, the win I mean, away. I mean, if you look at a highlight reel, the highlights are Reyes, man. Yeah, I don't all even Reyes. like the guy, man. He's What is he? He's, he's Hispanic. Fucking, he's Hispanic. Apparently That's all he's we know. Hispanic. I heard and his that. hairline mm. fucking does my head in. <laughs> Get rid of it. You're looking like the count. Oh, dude. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Holding on to something um, there. He's Hispanic. 
He's an idiot. Yeah. And he gave John Jones essentially his closest fight ever, where most people would look at the highlight reel in the first three rounds, he absolutely butted John Jones's fucking mm. yeah. filthy bread. Yeah, yeah. no Vegemite. Um, yeah, no Vegemite. Dirty veg. little bread. No Vegemite. Um, and then, yeah, John Jones, being the champion that he is and being as fucking tough as he is, rallied back and started to put it on him on rounds four and five. Most people would say Reyes one and two, Jones four and five. Round three is up in the air. I think yeah. 90% of people would give Reyes round three, but um, mm. no. A lot yeah, of people say, hey, you close the, the fight though. That's to give it. the consensus best fighter in on in the world, the closest fight he's mm. ever had in his career. Mm. Is You're a, getting a nomination. Yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a special mm. fight, man. 100%. And I, as I said, I don't like giving Reyes um, prop. I don't really like the guy, to be honest. Yeah. He's not made me interested in him personally like outside of the cage other than his performances in the cage you know what I mean? he's one of those guys like i will always watch for his fighting prowess you gotta respect him but professionally yeah, you have to yeah. respect obviously mm. and john jones is the same i do not like him as a person outside of the cage mm. but inside there you have to watch he is okay. a must watch fighter because right, you want to see him guys. lose last nominee done and last yeah, the not the nominee but the winner yep. for the fight of the year by far easily hands down without a doubt with, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> is Whaley Zhang and Yuan and Jacek? That yeah. fight was fireworks. It was it was the best. It, it was By so close, and it was female fight. Ever. Oh my god! By this far. fight was the best. I was on my feet from the first second of this fight to the lot like twenty five minutes later, mm. or whatever it is, twenty thirty minutes later with the breaks included. Mm. I did not sit down for this fight. Mm. I was on my feet. I could not believe that these two went as hard as they did. Like, Joanna yep. left this fight looking like a fucking alien yeah. and poor Wei Li, yeah, looked like a balloon animal, man. Like, yeah, man. These two put it all on the line and the funny thing too is that Joanna was a big underdog in this. Like, no mm. one gave her much of a chance. They said, like, Wei Li's the new gen. She mm. smoked everyone in her path so far mm. and Joanna's probably over the hill and she's just too cocky and fuck me, dude. I thought Joanna won this fight. Mm. I scored really? it for her. I'm not mad that Wei Li... Got the nod, but uh, truly, that's another rematch. I thought Whaley won. I thought Yuana made a good case towards the end, but yeah, I think Whaley was... Yeah, she stamped it early. This fight, there's not a second where there's not action in this fight. And I mean that in all totality, 25 minutes, mm. every single second of this fight is one or the other punching them in the face. Yeah. That's Shoot. it. For 25 minutes, the output in this fight, the fucking... Fight IQ, the, the each individual time that they would go back out there, they would sort of change up what their their approach and it would still just end up as a slugfest, mm. but a technical slugfest. Like these two of the elite of the elite striking and they can both grapple their asses off too. And it just didn't even go to the ground. From my memory, I don't mm. even think it even went to the ground. It was just these so. two just fucking banging it out, son. Striking clean. I watched this yep. fight on my break at work, right? And I was having, oh. I was watching it. I could have either watched it in the bar that was full of people and it was super loud or I could go get something to eat just across the like the walkway, right? I could hear nothing but screams and fucking shouts and everything from the bar. Like if I had have gone into the bar to watch it, I wouldn't have heard the fight. I would have heard oh. anything. It was so loud and for good reason. Like yeah, it was nuts. It was hard to stay quiet watching well done, that fight. Man. To be able to get that reaction from people as well. It's crazy. It was, yeah. it was amazing. Weird to get... As I said, like maybe it's not the best fight ever, but for the female weight classes and divisions, yep. to assert yourself, both of them, mm. as the best fight 
ever in in, in all female combat yep. sports history. There's no fight that has been so closely contested, so back and forth, where these two are from fucking bell to whistle mm. are trying to kill one another. Yep. Um, and you've done a service to all female fighters in the UFC yeah. by pushing that forward and legitimizing yeah. what they do. I mean, they won fight of the year. Yeah. Over the, in our eyes, they won I, fight of the year. And in a lot of people's eyes, won fight of the year over all of over the everything that we just mentioned. Yeah. Out of some of the Poirier best fights Hooker. we've seen. It's better than Poirier and Hooker. <laughs> yeah. This fight go. was, and this was one of the first like major fights of the year too. And this was mm. the co-main to the stink of the year as well. Was that actually? You know, yes. And You'll like, hear about the stink of the year in a second. Yeah. We'll come back to the stink of the year, but this was the co-main to that. Um, yeah. Uh, what a way to kind of ruin what could have been a great fight as well by basically being the best female fight of all time. Yeah. Yeah, right. Congratulations. That's it. all I can say is c- congratulations to well both women in this fight. Ioana did not lose anything by taking the L here. I thought she, personally, I thought she won. I can see it for Whaley, but... Uh, that's another fight that needs to be run back in the future. And maybe they might ne- not ever live up to that again, but still that fight will live yeah. forever. It'll live forever. Well, congratulations, man. Like, congratulations on your whiff. Both yep. of these two. Ladies, come on the podcast. Yourself a fucking whiffy. Yeah. We'll see you on you. Absolutely. <laughs> All right, so fight of the, or fighter of the year. We have we have two nominees and we're gonna do the winner of fighter of the year. Um, we'll go third place first. This one's we're gonna do third place because this is the one we agree on. The top two were a bit. It depends on what you what you rate and and you the value. criteria. Yeah, yeah. What you what is the real value in fighter of the year? So the third one is an easy one. We're gonna do Jan Blahovic. Yep, by far he should. I mean, had not these other two fighters done what they did this year. I mean, Jan Blachowicz should probably be number one. It's just being the first light heavyweight champion that's not Cormier or Jones in like nine years is a pretty big deal. Did mm-hmm. he win it off of either of those guys? No, but what he did do to like to affirm his position as the it's king of convincing. that division was beat convincingly the guy who, who may the have former champion, Jones. who yeah, who most people thought that Reyes beat John Jones and then fucking Jan Blahovic being a pretty big underdog in that fight when yep. they had vacated the title bollocked him from pillar to post. I mean, it was competitive and then it just wasn't, man. He took maybe one or two body kicks and then suddenly Reyes was just backing off, just didn't want nothing to do with him. Blahovic left a map of Poland on the <laughs> yeah. side of his body. <laughs> Absolutely. And his, his nose <laughs> yeah. that- was pointing... I, it, yeah. was not not <laughs> it was not so pointing like straight. It was not pointing straight after that fight. Compass on his face. Man. <laughs> yeah, it was rough. It, um, it, was, it was a look, there was a lot of damage. Real and quick. And not only that, he so he knocked out Reyes, who gave Jones his hardest fight, debatably. And before that, he'd knocked out Corey Anderson, who was on a four fight win streak. Yeah. Um, who's now been chipped over to Bellator. Yeah. Um, well done for your nomination. Uh, yeah, I mean, Jan that's Lovich. a great... To yep. get two knockouts in a year in... T- uh, I guess not in title fights, but just like the mm. pretty much a number one contender's fight. Knockout. And become the champion. Beating, avenging a loss he'd already gotten against mm. Corey Anderson, like maybe uh, several years ago and doing it emphatic, like emphatically like that. Yeah. Um, And then, yeah, like beating Dominic mm. Reyes the way that he did. I mean, how can you mm. not give that guy... Comeback almost. Pretty well, much, yeah. yeah. One of the... Spots in fighter of the year, I believe. Yeah, it's good. It's good to see him. 
And he's got another huge fight, man. Because like if he he's fighting Israel Adesanya, the middleweight champion, in March, I believe. So yeah, it's paid off for him. Yeah, that if he beats Izzy, I mean, I mean, oh he's God. lining himself up for some pretty juicy fights in the future. I think if he beats Izzy, John Jones will return to light heavyweight just to prove a point. Mm. And I mean, if he beats Izzy, Who what's knows to say that he yeah. can't beat Jones too, man? Hundred percent. Well done. That Polish power is something something to behold. Can't wait to see my boy Jan. Uh, this one for fighter of the year because we both sort of, we both, we, we're torn. We go it's either torn. way. It's, it's tough, really man. torn. Right, so lay, lay out the. We'll say, uh, we'll say them both. All right. Okay. So the fighters of the year, uh, Davison Figueredo or Kevin Holland. I'm going to state my case with Kevin Holland. And yep. that is that he had more wins in the year. And also four out of his five wins were finishes, KOs. So he, he went 5-0 and this year. One split with with uh, the dentist, Darren Stewart. And then, uh, yeah, he had four other KO wins. And he weighed in six times at 185. Mm. Uh because he was scheduled to fight Trevin Giles and Trevin Giles pulled out the day of the fight and he offered to fight uh, your boy, what's his name? Slow, the slowest fighter on the roster. Ed Herman oh. at light heavyweight <laughs> on literally a couple hours notice. Like literally as the card was going, like I'll fight Ed Herman because Gerald Mushart fell out of that fight. Ed Herman. Dude, yeah. Ed, Ed Herman being the slowest. Homer Simpson, slow. dude. Yeah. Homer Simpson. That's a baller move, man. And that's an absolute... Of course, that's a candidate for fighter of the year. The guys five and zero in two in COVID from May to December. Yeah, is pretty spectacular. Yeah, he didn't even start January, February, March, dude. He started in May. He's got five wins from May. Yeah. Fluffy Hernandez December. knockout. Yeah, Joaquin Buckley, who has the KO of the year, he knocked him out in his debut. Mm. Decision. Darren Stewart. Darren Stewart won the first two rounds and then lost the second round. He got the win, but like, I mean, he could have been a draw had that second, I mean, the third round been scored as a 10-8. So it was pretty close. So that yeah. maybe be the one blemish. He still did win. You got Jacare in there as well and at then, the end. And then um, the fourth fought, one was... No, the fourth one was uh, on Tavares. Yeah, Charles on Tavares. Slammed him and I think fucking injured his neck. So that yeah. fight was ruled a submission, but I think it should be kind of a TKO of some sort. Mm. Um, very quickly, that kid was debuting too. I think it was a short notice fight. Uh, and then he took the fight with, uh, who was he meant to fight? Hermanson, wasn't it? I think he was meant yeah, to fight yeah, Hermanson. Gonna, and then yeah. he ended up swapping opponents on like a week's notice mm. or two weeks notice and fought Array, who's an even mm. harder fight than oh, Hermanson yeah. and yeah. knocked him out off of his back in the first round. If that's not Which, a case, when, when does that happen? When does Jacare get knocked out? Also, this guy talks shit. He's exciting. He's got a great style. Yeah. Um, Got that he promotes through background. Yeah, he he, yeah. he is just that kind of guy that you want to see fighting the Israels and the Whitakers and stuff. Like he was, yeah, floating around outside of the top fifteen at of middleweight. Lost his, you know, the last fight of last year for him was against um, Brandon Allen, and he lost that fight, and then just made a spectacular turnaround this year, yeah. five and zero. Um, not my, I would say the beginning of my argument against that is none of those fighters were ranked. Is it still impressive? Four out of the five fights were finishes. Absolutely. Yep. He weighed in six times between May and December. Fantastic. And also, yeah, as I said, he's made a case for himself each time because he talks a lot of shit in the cage. He's exciting. His style is very friendly to the casual audience. Um, and yeah. There's it, nothing better than somebody who backs up the shit talk. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. When it's good shit absolutely. talk. Absolutely. So thing. it's just, 
That's there's no there's nothing about the guy that's that's, that's criteria for fighter. Four. You don't there's nothing about him you don't like. Uh, yeah, I, I agree. I've year. been a big fan of this guy for a long time. Like before this year, I remember listening to him on a podcast, and I just loved the interview. I loved hearing the kind of cockiness and the the attitude that he had. Um, and I was like, I, I'm going to keep an eye on this guy, the Trailblazer. And I watched his fights throughout 2019. He had some success. As I said, he came up short against Brendan Allen. Kind of broke my heart because I thought that might have been his chance to sort of leapfrog into those big names at upper echelon. And this whole year, he just took a bunch of fights that were not really going to do a lot for him. And he made do with what he had. And Sometimes that's what Dana likes. Yeah. And you know the Dana exactly. White story about Big Mouth? Yeah, man. The Big Mouth story is fucking... I'm so glad that they put that in the... Um, the build up to the Jack Ray fight because that's something that he did in an interview that I saved on my phone. I mean, must have been a couple of months ago now, but I'm so glad they used that for the promo because that's the perfect way to promo the big mouth getting his debut against Santos yeah, after winning his fight on contender and not getting drafted to the UFC. No, I know. Nobody wants story, to take man. the Santos fight on short notice yeah, and Dana no White's right, I'll call big mouth. See, yeah. see if Big Mouth will take the fight. Mm -hmm. And Holden takes the fight and then the yeah. rest is history. Absolutely. Yeah. All right. And the other side of the coin, though, to the yeah. Kevin Holland argument with the 5-0 and o for this year is Figueredo's. I guess you'd say it's it's kind of 4-0, and o, but it's, it's not. It's 3-0 and it's 3-1-0. Yeah. Three title fights, uh, four title fights, three finishes, mm -hmm. knockout, submission, submission. Mm-hmm. And then he has a draw, which probably would have been a win had not the point deduction been in there. Still a close fight, but, mm. um, you know, that's one of those ones where I look at it like, yes, the strength of the schedule is not as high mm. with the five wins, but you got four title fights. That's, and his last two were very close together as well, might I, might yeah. I add. Yeah, and he back-to-back pay-per-views. Yeah. There's caveats on both sides, right? So first things first, the first title fight, he missed weight. That's not good. But he won. Devastatingly. Very beat the fucking shit out of poor Joey Benavides. Mm. And everyone was kind of rooting for Joey as well. That was one of those, the narrative where like Joey Benavides is the fine, like finally gets his chance to win the title. Like he's always, that it's always eluded him and figure, yeah, figure was just having none of that. So yeah, well, um, well Benavides has got me. He knocked Olympia, him out. So he's got the real prize. Let's be honest. I mean, he just, Benavides bounced off of him. Like he mm. was just made out of steel. Mm. Um, so yeah, he beat the shit out of Benavidez and knocked him out. They collided heads, but it was actually Joey's fault. Yeah. Um, and then he fought him again. They rematched it. He made weight this time. He won the belt. He mm -hmm. knocked him down and submitted him this Amazingly. time. Just nearly popped his head like a little pimple. Mm -hmm. And then he fought Perez, UFC 255 headliner. Wild. wild fight. First round, crazy exchanges. Beat him like in some crazy scramble and submitted him in the first round. And then the next pay-per-view, three weeks later, fucking fought Brandon Moreno. And as you said, went to a draw, but kind of won. And finished with one of the best fights. Yeah, and finishing the year off of with one the of the year. best fights of the year. Maybe the second best. So, so it's like, what do you score? Do you score the 5-0? and And, and the, the way that Kevin Holland has, has like put himself out into the media space yeah. as well. He's Big just breakout so... Star. He's entertaining as... Like, like no other, really. Or do you give it to Figueredo, who's had three wins and a very entertaining draw? But Figueredo back has to back, very close. Figueredo's become a staple end. name of that division, where like yeah. it's so hard to become something at flyweight when it's that division where you know it doesn't get a lot of hype. The name value for, for instance, 
the long-reigning champion in DJ. He just was never able to get over in the fans' eyes, in the mm. UFC's eyes. And he left after he lost to Cejudo. And Cejudo had to build this kind of cringe gimmick, the triple C bullshit king of cringe thing to really kind of sell the flyweight division and quote-unquote save it. Mm. I don't believe that he saved it. I think Davis and Figueredo saved it, to be honest, because no one has come out of this division with more prowess, with more, like, the scare factor of this guy. Like, he's this terrifying force in this division where he doesn't speak a lot. Yeah. He doesn't have to build this whole cringe persona. He has just built this, you know, God I, of War I think it's, presence I, I think it's a, from fighting. I think it's a credit to Cejudo and Figueredo, but I think Figueredo is pound for pound scary. Like, he's yeah. across all weight classes, you know, he... He's scary. So, like, yeah. it brings attention to flyweights. And I think he's going to clear flyweight out. And once he's done maybe a couple more fights, he's going to move up to 35. And he's going to be a big fucking problem for those guys, too. Yeah. Um. So, who do we give it to? I mean, the Whiffy's got to go to one of them. I I mean, I stand strong on Figueredo being with the four title fights. That's hard to argue with. But as I said, there's a- but He missed there's a weight, weight and there's there was a, a draw. And compared a draw. to, like, Holland, who has Ooh. five wins, four of them knockouts, and then one- Split decision. Mm. Yeah. Guys, I ain't doing no draws well, do we huh? go- for the whiffies. Hey, we ain't I giving mean, out trophies. That, that, I'm, I'm happy to- The I'm Darren happy to Stewart it. fight could have been a draw too if you had to given that last round a 10-8, which it kind of was. Yeah. So it would be a draw on there too. But I mean, we got to give out the whiffy to one. Doodle, we might have to throw it to you, man. <laughs> we've <laughs> laid out off to the CEO yeah. of Life yeah, on the Couches. Yeah. Oh, look, that, and as you guys just said, that is incredibly hard because talking about the difference in competition versus the output. It's almost quality, quantity- in a situation, but at the same time, I've seen some of Kevin Kevin Holland's uh like his last knockout was phenomenal. Yeah, and and just the way his persona is, it that makes it hard. Um, I think that I have to go just based off the record of five and zero. Come you on, know, son. I think no, that that's I have fair to go enough, Kevin man. Holland. Yeah, that's but, fair enough. Let's go Trailblazer. But there's hundred percent out there. Like, I mean, I would have said draw, but since you guys are really. I mean, I would say one. draw as well. And I'm um, still happy. We're not, no, we are not, not giving out trophies I'm not mad. anymore I, right we now. We had to lay out Look, our claim both for both guys. Phenomenal fighters. So, you know, they're Kevin both Holland winners. Is probably out of the two of them, the more marketable guy that comes 100%. out of that as well. Like he's come from literally not being ranked at all mm. and having coming off of a loss in his, his fight at the end of the last year to now 5 0 and potentially yeah. only one or two fights away from the, a title fight with Izzy, which would be a big deal. The language barrier does make it hard for Figueredo to be good on it the is, mic. We know this. Yeah. Yeah. But it is the but fighting fighter that, the, the merit yep. that gets him across, which is something yeah, that a lot of the right. fighters at Flyweight, I guess all of them, have not been able to get. Ali, go to bed. Go to also, bed. Go to bed. Thank you for being our biggest We got to thank year. you now, though. We want to shout you out across the board. I, I guess you can see so it. Yeah, we might still stuff. do it. The first, you know, the first person to share our content, buying us a new camera. Mm-hmm. You know, none of us asked, or she was just either eavesdropping in and thought, you know what, I'll do yeah. something nice for Doodle us. Doodle buy your car. Well, yeah, we yeah. got Doodle now to fill some pretty big shoes, right? Yeah, that's right. Lay I'll uh, take extra yeah. good care of her. Yeah. Oh, okay. This is mm. exactly what we wanted to hear because she deserves it. Mm. We love her. Yeah. Thank you so much, Ali. Love we appreciate it. You. We appreciate you. Copper Whiff's biggest fan. Yep. Um, yeah. We appreciate it so much. Copper, thank you in this yeah. case. Now go to sleep.
in saying that, mm. we've got one left, one quick whiff <laughs> that we want to get out there. It's actually the stinky of the year, the it's, worst fight of the year. I'll be far. holding your nostrils for this one. This <laughs> yeah. is not something you it's want to cop a whiff of. Yeah. One of the all-time worst fights. Tighten your nostrils up because yeah. the stank of the year, yeah. the stinkiest peat the nasal of cavity. the year, dude. You, you will have no nose hairs after watching this fight. And that is Yoel Romero and Israel Adesanya. Yeah. It's rough. This and, fight sucked. And, now it, and say, it, this fight sucked so bad. Coming off of, as I said, the Joanna versus Whaley fight is the co-main. And then yeah. this one just stank out the place. No action. They stood in front of each other. They did nothing. Adesanya won off leg kicks. Yeah, just kicked him. Look, Adesanya, in saying that, took one clean punch from Yoel yes. and he got neutered. Yeah. I will say that right now. He got neutered and then ran away for the rest of the fight. And I love Izzy, but let's be honest. He didn't want nothing to do with Yoel after that. So Interesting he take. won a point battle. Smart. But he wanted nothing to do with Yoel, and now Yoel is over in Bellator, and good luck to him, man. 205, let's go. Um, I mean, that's the whiffies for the year. Yep. Let us know what you think in the comments. Uh, if we're right, if those uh, the right picks for the, uh, you know, for... Yeah, Look, I, think we, I, think, I think we broke we it down pretty the numbers. I think we did a good job. Oh, yeah. For the first annual whiffies. Yeah, but, who was um, your favorite yeah. fight of the year? Yeah, you know? Yeah. No one. I mean, Holland or Figueredo. Maybe we do a poll yeah, on that. Just figure one. it out. But yeah. Let All right. Know. Let us know. Give us some more beers to throw on Mount Beverest. Uh, mm. Merry Christmas, y'all. Merry Thickness. Uh, and uh, also Happy New Year. We'll see you next year at Copper Whiff. Big things to come. Merry